Do you feel politically homeless? Lost in the chaos of modern politics? Not sure who to believe? Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. Democrats call him a Republican. Republicans call him a socialist. He is Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Welcome to the special edition of the Man in the Middle podcast. We'll be replaying my guests, uh, myself as a guest on the Edwin Lee Raymer show recently on WGNS Radio. want to thank Ed Raymer and Bill Wilson for having me on their show. Hope you enjoy the program. Getting started, uh, Bill, do we have well, anything? Hidaki Hadaki Matt. Tsuyami won the, won the uh, <laughs> Masters, Masters today. today. Yeah. He, really cool. he, well, yeah. 10 years ago, the PJ put something together for, I think it was just the Japanese uh, the players. Yeah, the they wanted to bring them in. And yeah. then 10 years later, it comes to fruition with his win. Yeah, he qualified as a 19-year-old. That's right. And he's right. been at it for 10, 10 years, years now and finally won the Masters. He hit the water today on 14, and I, I thought he was going to crack, man, because yeah. the pressure, yeah. you could see it on his face. But he held up and, and He did hold on. Yep. Yeah, I was really glad to see I, that. That uh, is a very elusive tournament. They say that that course is very... Have you ever been there, Stephen? I've never I, been I've, there. I've been twice, Ed. I, now, I prefer the TPC, which is actually down. Sawgrass uh, in, and Jack. Yeah, Ponte Vedra Beach. Yeah. Down in, yeah. down in, uh, I prefer that area. Right. Uh, and that one, uh, just because the accessibility. The Masters is kind of like going to the Super Bowl, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it is. It's really fancy. And uh, there's just for me, there's a lot of other things to do at the TPC. You can go right. to the beach. You can yeah. go to Jacksonville. Augusta's kind of a a 24 year old came in second today. Zalatoris. Yes. Yes. He came in came in second. And, and he, all the all the, the the young men that finished in that top tier of, of uh, athletes are just super people. Well, they're nice guys. They are. They and you know, it's, I was telling my wife today. I said, you know, golf fans are kind of like NASCAR fans. If you go to these events, right. it's mm-hmm. real similar. They all they wear the colors of right. their favorite player, and they follow their play, favorite player from hole to hole. It's actually can be exhausting. Yeah. Um, some of the time, but, but these guys are like throwing darts. I mean, seriously, oh, yeah. they're right. they. You know, you think about throwing at a dartboard. This is how these guys are with a golf ball. I'm telling you, it's it's it, amazing they it, can put it. it you know, it's anywhere. incredible. That's why it's uh, called the Masters. Yeah, oh, it is. For sure. it's, it's fantastic, yeah. and uh, I mean, they can put that ball just about anywhere you want, it, within just a few feet. Yeah, yeah. and I'll tell you, they're caddies. Oh yeah, or they are just about that good too. Well, they're smart guys, right? And they right. know how it's playing. They know, golf. you know. It's you think about the wind today. They Were get you guys a outside today. Well, uh, yeah, but the purse is eleven point five million on the. Yeah, well, that's a nice payday, purse. right? It's, yeah, mm-hmm. he probably made. I right. think it's like two or three million dollars today. Hey, that's not a bad pay. Well, over the weekend, mm-hmm. it's not bad. Yeah, that's million. not bad. Well, but he's been a million long dollars time. a day. He's been a long time getting there. Yeah, yeah and right. I'll tell you. I'm sure, and I don't mean to put a damper on it. I mean, but those guys pay a big price to get to that point. Physically, um, yes. Kenny Perry out of mm-hmm. uh, Franklin, Franklin, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had always pulled for him because my father and I had the privilege of working for his his father, Ken Perry, senior, right. Right. at Life and Cast Insurance Company, and he grew so close uh, a few years ago. It was Easter Sunday they played because the tournament fall, the Masters falls on that holiday sometimes. Right. And uh, 
he came in second. Yeah. And I knew, I said, this this will be his last chance. This yeah. is it. And he's, he's never been back to that level since. It's just so hard. It's so elusive. It's so hard to get well, out of that level. Well, just like any other professional athlete, their backs wear out, their knees wear out, their right. shoulders wear mm-hmm. out. I mean, their hips wear out. Yeah. Over well, that's what time. I said after, Over this, time after this wreck mm-hmm. with Tiger Woods. I don't know that Tiger can return. I mean, the game is I'm very demanding. I'm not going to bet against him. I won't bet against him. No, I wouldn't. I'm no, going to say no, it slowed him down some, but he, you know, you got to remember he didn't. He won the Masters what two years ago because they didn't have it last year. That's correct because of because COVID. Of the pandemic. Well, they had it, but it was but in the it was fall. An abbreviated right. Right. It was in the fall. Thank yeah. you yeah. for right. correcting me. But mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't right. bet against Tiger. I, I won't Never bet against know. him coming back, but to, it, to could, come to that level, that would be phenomenal. Yeah, he could know. probably play with one leg. I'm not saying he would. I'm saying he could. I, I, he why don't he move could. on to the seniors where he could just dominate the seniors too? You know, Chichi Rodriguez is gone Chi-Chi. now, so I mean, you Chichi know, Rodriguez could take with it the sword. Over. He'd always oh, man, he was he has fabulous to watch. And Lee yeah. Trevino, he was a trip. Lee uh, Trevino, Lee Trevino was. There's always a wisecracker in the crowd. He said that to me one time <laughs> <laughs> down at uh, in Nashville at Olympics. I think it's what's the name of the course? It, uh, not Olympics. Springs, but it's uh it at Opryland. Gaylord Course. He goes, there's whatever. a wisecracker in the crowd everywhere. <laughs> he said that and to look, you, Bill. He said that to me. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. I think I may have been heckling him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I don't believe I'd do that. It was you, a senior. Yeah, it was a senior. What have you found? You know this. You've been in infrastructure business your entire life. You've been 34 in years now. 34 years. Yep. Started Since right here in Rutherford County. Right. Uh, my podcast that you mentioned, thanks for mentioning my podcast, The Man in the Middle Podcast. Right. Catch it here on WGNS Radio, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, lots of places. Uh, my guest on this show is Mr. Andy Dickey. Andy's got over 23 years of experience. Now, who's he kin to? He's kin to like a professional He's baseball player. R.A. Dickey, if R. A. you remember. R.A. was yeah, uh, pitched at the University of Tennessee, won the Cy Young. He, was he was Atlanta. By the way, Andy has a son, John, who pitches over here at Central Magnet. So anyway, good luck out there, John, this season. Uh, he made the uh, varsity as a it's sophomore. It's got to be Doug Dickey, too. They're kin, I think, somehow. They may be, yeah. But go ahead, go ahead. Well, well, so Andy's an infrastructure professional, too. And so uh, in this podcast that we do, Ed, you've got over 50 years of folks, that, and, and we've not just here in Tennessee, but all over the country, all over the world. Andy's been to China more than anybody I know. Or where I look up on Facebook, he's in Beijing or wherever. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's – now, oh, yeah. he's into the – computer in well, of so, it, the, so just like you know. every other industry uh the infrastructure industry requires software right and so andy's a software guy that actually facilitates his software and i don't want to give his company a plug like they need one they're a fantastic company sure. but they actually make things more productive Right. Uh, which sure. actually is taxpayers. So we should all be passwords. No, I'm just kidding. Go yeah, right. <laughs> but but we should all be thankful that we have software that right. makes uh, because it saves the taxpayers money. Right. The more the more productive and efficient that these contractors are, um, the the more it should save the taxpayers money to get a bridge built, for example. Right. Uh, give you an example of one thing Andy's working on right now over in the UK. They're building a giant nuclear plant. He's been involved in that from the very beginning. You think about what goes into building a nuclear facility. Didn't he say on your uh, show, y'all, he was he's involved in one or some his company is or someone in yeah. Bristol? 
Is yeah, it, I think it's it, close to Bristol. Yeah, close to it, Bristol, it, Bristol. The thing Bristol. that really stands out is kind of similar to the. Um, there's another project I know that he's working on here locally. I don't want to bring that up without his permission, but sure. The cool thing of what that's really standing out to him right now is how all of these guys, these data centers, these nuclear facilities, they're doing everything they can to blend into the natural environment. Right. He was starting. I remember that. Exactly. Yeah. Aesthetically, Aesthetically, yeah, because pleasing. yeah, right. because right, you don't want to, you know. Uh, I, I visited the Soviet bloc after the wall came down, and, uh, and one thing that stood out to me was how they didn't give two cents about that. And so you would have a, a statue right. that was yeah. built 500 years ago right next to a an, a block apartment <laughs> complex. A that, McDonald's, yeah, Ronald right. McDonald's. Look, <laughs> yeah, and so there was no anyway. So I think it really is important, especially for the public, to accept these things that they do blend into the environment and that they, um, you know, actually add to the environment. When you think about what, a, sure, you know, you can talk about nuclear energy one way or the other, but I think nuclear is definitely a part of the future, no matter how much Except we. For tsunamis yeah it's not a good idea to build them on earthquake fault right. lines and where tsunamis like can hit right. yeah like yeah. at uh, fukushima but right, we were talking before we came in for example yeah we have a landfill problem here in rutherford county yeah so ed so right now there's a big debate going on politically about and of course i love politics but but you know sure you're hearing that there's this this is not an infrastructure plan there's all of these other things in there well i consider electricity Right. The TVA. Right. Uh, the Corps of Engineers. Right. Uh, the railroads. Can you imagine how cool it would be to get on a on a train in Murfreesboro and take it to Miami Beach for a couple hundred bucks? And I know they do that in China, but there is a big difference because I talked to a friend of mine that spent his life working for one of the local railroads, I think CSX. I yeah. Don't hold me to that, but... The difference over there is the railroad is nationalized. Well, that that and, is that is true you know, uh, in some places. So and, you have seven or eight major railways here, and it's based the on population, States. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, that's right. Yeah. Well, the railroads did a really good job at the turn of the century in the Robin Baron, uh, the robber barons, oh, yeah. protecting right. their interest. That they did. I've dealt with the railroads for many many years, and I can tell you there are federal laws that will blow your mind that are exclusively just for the railroads. But but back to your right. question. Hmm. <clears throat> What do we define as infrastructure? It's clean water. It's roads and bridges. It's electricity, as clean Texas air. proved. Clean air. We have to have all of these things. Uh, and it's not just roads and bridges. Broadband. Broadband. This pandemic has shown that yes. broadband it's important. is extremely important. And especially yes, if you're going to have a modern business. Right? right. I mean, right. If, you're, if you're a blacksmith, you probably don't need broadband. But right. you know what? Not many horses out there in the in the blacks, you know, that need a blacksmith anymore. Uh, but but you see how things have changed, and we have to evolve our thinking. Now, back yes. Ed, you asked me about the local, how this could impact local infrastructure. <clears throat> Mayor Ketron, right. we we've got a trash problem in Rutherford County. Everybody knows about it. We're running out of room for we've years. Been, it's we've been, been like, taking yeah. everybody else's trash for all of these years. Right. And something's going to change, right? And it's going to be here a lot faster than we know it. Right. Mayor Ketron proposed a plan. Uh, back about two years ago, I believe it was about. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it burning trash for energy, turning trash into jet fuel, uh, recycling program. The price tag on this was five hundred million. Five hundred million. A lot. Of, right. Yeah, a lot. That is a million. lot of money for yes, Rutherford County, and yeah. there's and you and we all know this. There's not the political courage 
to get that done here. Right. Let's just be honest. That's exactly right. That they're not going to raise taxes high enough to get that done here. Right. But this bill could affect that. Well, so so one of the criti- you know, if some of the criticism Grant you'll money. hear about this bill is about That's the right. green energy part, right? That's right. Well, Rutherford County could stand to benefit in a big way that you could actually do something like Mayor Ketron proposed. Right. That where we could get a lot of federal money to make that happen. You sure could. <clears throat> so right. green energy is not just windmills and solar panels. You'll hear that all the time, right? right? Let me let me give you another example of green energy in the fourth district where I ran it over in Cleveland, right. Tennessee. Actually, in Charleston, Tennessee, which is in Bradley County, is mm-hmm. a company called Vocker. They're a German company. Right. Vocker was the largest single investment in the history of the state of Tennessee. Went down in 2014. So what do they do? Vocker makes polysilicone. Guess what polysilicone's used for, Bill? I'm guessing something. Solar panels. Solar panels. There you right. go. Now, they provide thousands of jobs, not just the construction jobs of building this massive factory. And I'm telling you, it's the largest factory, bigger than Saturn. or I'm sorry, bigger than General Motors, bigger than Nissan, bigger than Volkswagen. This was the single largest Mm-mm. investment ever in the state by a private German firm. And what they're producing is a green energy product. So when you right. hear green energy, it's not just solar panels and it's not just wind turbines. Insulation. And, right, <laughs> right. And, and all of that is important and part of the infrastructure moving forward. Let me ask you all a question. The rest of the world is moving to clean energy. They're going to do it. Yeah. They're already doing it. So the question really is, is do we want those products that they're used, that they're using to be made by American workers, or do we want them to be I made mean, by foreign I mean, that's always, to workers? me, been a no-brainer. We could be leading the way in this. There's money in this. Yes. At the end of the road. It doesn't. Yes. Everybody, all Americans want to profit right now. Right. We want to profit right now. Right. That's what you get with infrastructure. It's, you know, you've said this, I've said it, and Bill may have not everything in government is put in for to turn it to make a profit. Well, but eventually it will make a profit. Yeah. So, so it's funny you say that, Ed. Every dollar we invest in infrastructure, we receive five to eight dollars back in economic activity. That's right. Let's go local again. Let's look at the Medical Center Parkway and the Gateway out here. Now, right. now, Bill, you and I have lived here a long time, Ed. I remember right. when that was just a field next to the yes, battle sir. park. Yeah, it was a farm. Yeah, right. It was a farm. That's all it was. Now, look at what's happening out there. It's look unbelievable. At, look at the jobs. Look at the culture that it's bringing. Uh, one of my favorite restaurants is out there. I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and, you know. Uh, and this, McDonald's. Uh, no kidding. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Jonathan's. Steakhouse Five. Steakhouse Five is a great restaurant. Here you've got a Tennessean that was a meat judging champion that opened his own restaurant. And how fantastic is that, right? I mean, and I hear it's a fine well, restaurant, too. Murphy. But I've never been invited by any of my guests to go there. But uh, <laughs> I've been the last three weekends. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fantastic. And, and it's a Tennessean that's right. prospering because mm-hmm. of that opportunity. It's local tax are staying here. Yeah, it's local. Right, saying. instead of driving to Nashville, right. driving right. to Franklin. Here. Yeah. Right, and so this is how infrastructure, and once again, it's not just the road. They've got they've got uh, broadband. They've got internet connection out there. They've got electricity. They have running water. They have all of the things that are required well, you know, for modern living. If I had ever learned anything through politics since I got to know you, 
uh, and, and of course your wife and your family and all, all of them. It's, you know, I, I didn't know anything about all this until I met you. I never thought, to, I, I knew about it, but I never thought about it. And when you were running uh, back the, the last time, uh, you know, I'd go to, I went to the county because I was trying to put together, as you know, a radio thing where we could have all the candidates on at one time and all that. And of course, it never, never, never came to fruition. But I'd see the McDonald's or a Hardee's, and it was after school, around two thirty-three in the afternoon, and they're just packed. I said, "What are they all doing in there, man? They must be getting their supper." What? No, they're not. They're doing their homework. Yeah, right. Because, because they are out in the rural Wi-Fi, areas because yeah. they can be connected. Yeah. Because they can be connected, and you are exactly right. These companies are not going to come in unless they can plug in. Right. Well, I think what we have to ask ourselves as Tennesseans is, do we want to be the destination for bachelorette parties? <laughs> or do we want to be a tech hub? Right. Yeah. And and so we've got to we've got to start adulting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 sure there there's great things that happen uh, right. with the entertainment yeah. industry with with all of that. But is that who we really want to be yeah, for the future. Yeah, and everything's not associated with having a good time. Yeah, well, right. You know, right. I mean, and what I've told you all along, and what you and Andy do, it's just not sexy. You yeah, know, right, we've right. had, I mean, we nothing about more gravel. collar yeah. jobs you, is what yeah, everybody's nothing, talking about. Nothing, but we've always right now, and it's a big area for, I mean, and Bill, you know, the pipe fitters, plumbers, carpenters, electricians, all these guys and gals. Yeah. Can make awfully good money doing that. We've got a caller on the line. Dalton, go ahead. Caller, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Mr. Ryan, Mr. Rims. How y'all doing? Hey, hello, uh, Jeff. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, doing good. Hey, Jeff. Y'all were talking about the Mr. Wilson. How you doing? I good, buddy. Y'all doing well? I just, I just want to say y'all talking about infrastructure. I know there's a article about me and Steve can talk about this one day. But by 2035, GM is going to the cars they produce ain't going to have no more uh, gas-powered engines anymore. That's right. That's what and they're well, saying. Yeah, yeah, because they, they, they're going to invest. I don't know how many billions in that three hill plant make electric cars. Uh, Jeff, you drive down the road today in Murfreesboro. How many Teslas do you see? I see them everywhere. They're how everywhere. about you? I don't, I don't, I don't see that many of them myself. I don't, I don't, I don't. I, don't, I, mean, I don't know where the Tesla. Well, you don't drive much. He's got a, a bell on his. Ding, 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 ding. Well, I think I think Stephen has a whole fleet up his house. I drive a day, Prius. It's like me and talk about one day in the future when you, uh, it, may, it might not be in our lifetime, but in the future, instead of gas, people's going to pull up to the uh, to the, to the station and, and charge the cars up. That's right. So put, put right. That's right. Talked to a friend of mine yesterday, Jeff. He drove from Cleveland, Tennessee to Atlanta, Georgia, and back in an S type Tesla. He stopped one time. It took him 20 minutes to do the recharge on the way back. He absolutely loves that car. They're quiet. Yeah. Cars yeah. right here. That's mm-hmm. right here they are. Here they are good cars. And, and so, I, did, I did want to tell y'all, so I know if y'all heard this today or not, I know it's talking about the Masters stuff. What do y'all think about uh, Eddie George coaching a football team? Tennessee State. They, yeah, I saw that. They're going to introduce him on uh, on Tuesday. He's going to be the head coach. I don't know if you heard about it earlier. earlier uh, uh, I saw it, State, Jeff. Uh, earlier, Jackson State hired Deion Sanders. So they're hoping that if they hire Eddie George, they'll get more uh, of this uh, visible in their program and recruiting and things like that so i was glad y'all y'all they all think you might do but i'll just stand listen to y'all show it appreciate everything y'all do see y'all thanks thank you jeff we appreciate it jeff neal we're a listener of wgns but you're talking about the tesla yeah oh yeah the tesla so you're gonna have to have charging stations all over the state right and And which they're getting here they're well once again if we don't have them 
Right. Well, what are people going to do? And here's the thing. The consumers are driving this. The consumers are the ones that want electric vehicles. General Motors. Have you guys seen the Ford? They've oh, got yeah. a Mustang. They've got a Mustang. It, this a, Mustang a, is, is it a hybrid is or electric? Car, it, it's all say. electric, yeah. and it does it's zero to 60 in three seconds, y'all. Three right. seconds. Yeah. So wow. it's instantaneous. And so the consumers want this. And so, sure like do. you and I, and, and all it's good of us, for the environment too. We saw one. In, it is, and so isn't that great that that's a secondary benefit? That's right. what in the back of most people's mind is not only do I have a really cool car, but I'm also saving the environment. Right, I can breathe better. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, it made a big difference during the uh, the pandemic, and I've mentioned this before, not to be you know repetitious, but you could see the shots around the around the world of uh, major cities, Los Angeles, for example. Where here's a shot a year ago of the skyline. Right. Here's a shot today. Mm-hmm. And the small, the, yeah, you know, the small, went away. It went away. Yeah. This thing is not made up. And these well, people, oh, they're just making a big deal out of nothing. No, they're not. This yeah. is a fact. Yeah, I well, mean, well, I mean, listen, uh, l- let me ask you this question. Even if you don't believe in climate change, do you believe in infrastructure? Because where would Nashville, but all of this flooding that we've had, we had one in 2010, we just had one a couple of months ago. That's right. If the Corvid, if that Percy Priest Dam wasn't down there, right? What was it? What would it have been like? <laughs> It would have been worse in 2010. I'm telling you, those dams are there for a reason. And this is why I feel obligated as a Tennessean. Let me tell you why. Our ancestors, this was a mud hole. It was. Prior to TVA, prior to the Corps of Engineers, prior to Albert Gore Sr. carrying the Infrastructure Highway Bill through the Senate in the 1950s. Tennessee has emerged from a mud hole into one of the finest places in the Union. People want to come here. They want to set up their business here. This all happened because of investments in infrastructure. Right. And really hadn't been paid attention to for 70 years. That's right. Right. Since Eisenhower, that, well, right. along with they Senator started, Al Eisenhower and started with the 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 federal the highway program, yeah, yeah so we which can, was mm-hmm. implemented, uh, which was copied, and that took people, years to, to right. implement, and, and that was copied fee. from mm-hmm. Hitler, right, from, from the, World the War Autobahn, II. World War. It's a national uh, security a issue. scaled down version of That's it. We correct. don't we don't have a limitless speed limit out there that we can get on unless you're montana but it's it's well but it is bringing up this gets us talking about automobiles and and speed how do you feel about maseratis i've seen some maseratis i, really, I, really I hear like, a certain member of your family is oh, going to be i don't um, want, she don't want you to know that ed so are you buying her a maserati yeah did you buy a maserati i did he didn't did want you? anybody to know yeah oh you didn't want you don't want anybody to know uh, <laughs> Talk keys. about a latte I'm liberal. leaving the show. Bill, I wish you would get hold of the uh, chief of police, and I'd like a car put out there. Uh, She's going to be mad at me chief, when I get home. Oh, I don't care. You got me in trouble now. <laughs> oh, you haven't even told your wife. You're going to give it to her. Is she listening? No, she picked it out. <laughs> she okay. picked it out. Uh, Bill, she picked it out. Did yeah. she, get she let Stephen pick the color. She let yeah. Stephen pick the color. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, really, I mean, you know, uh, and seriously, be careful in the thing. That, that, this ain't no toy. I mean, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you you know, we all come here tonight. We drove 
on a highway. Yeah, right. Conveniently. All of right. the products, 90% of everything we're touching right now traveled on a truck. That's right. Uh, and so so let me let me dive into this. I don't know how much time we have before the break, Ed. But no, we've got plenty. Go ahead. Let me go dive ahead. into this, okay? Do it. So the model we have now is the gas tax, right? And we talk about this on the podcast, Man in the Middle podcast. It, Bill, take a guess at what the average driver pays for access. You can get on the road and you can drive anywhere you want to, Bill. You can take your product anywhere. What's the average driver pay? You're talking about on the 18-wheeler? Just in gas tax. No, I mean the average driver like you. What do you pay annually in gas tax? $5,000. Try $500. Try about $500. Maybe not that. That's it. That's it. So you've got a hell of a bargain. That's right. Of of, of everything that's out here. And so what we need now. That's on a year now, by the way. Yeah, that's That's every year, year, right? right. That's about a user's fee. That's about what you pay. Now, we've got a problem developing because of these Teslas, because of these fuel-efficient cars. The consumption of gasoline is going down. Right. So we're collecting less revenue to maintain our roads. Exactly right. So in the next 10 years, before General Motors turns everything into electric we've got to come up with a new formula of how we're going to maintain our roads and bridges and basic infrastructure we do so what i see this biden joe biden's plan and it's not perfect there are issues with this plan and we can get into the politics behind that if you want to but we i see it as a transition plan because, see, what we still have is the Highway Trust Fund. We're still collecting that money. This yes. is in addition right. to the money that we already have. Back in 2015 was the first time in history that we had to borrow money from the general fund to fund the highways. That's right. And what you're getting right now is a bunch of Band-Aids. You're not getting fixes. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's right. That's exactly right. And Tearing so, up your cars. So with this Biden plan, to Ed's point about this being FDR-like, New Deal-like. I, I truly believe that. And genera- once in a generation in a type generation. of plan, That's this right. is a transition for our infrastructures to give our Congress, who can get nothing done, about 10 years to develop a new funding mechanism before all of these gas-burning cars go away forever and we can't fund our roads maintain anymore. the roads now the question is is will they wait till the 11th hour there are several ideas out there do we tax people by the mile that's unpopular do we tax people Toe cargo bridges. tax never work toll yeah. bridges net but it comes up they'll say yeah. it but oh, it I won't know. work bill folks we'd love to hear from you on this and Stephen would love to hear your questions if you want to call in 615-893-1450 this is an important topic now i know many of you out there are listening and I'd like to hear your ideas or your or your takes on this situation, because this is an important uh, uh, this is an important proposal. It's a national security issue. It's a national economic security issue. If we're going to if our children and our grandchildren are going to compete in the future, Bill, they're going to have to have the infrastructure that supports them to do that in right. the future. If they're going to compete with these kids in China. Then, yep. they, then they need access to broadband. Right. They need access to move their goods. Uh, uh, Andy goes into this so well on the podcast about the cost of delivering goods. You know, even Jeff Bezos, who that's all he does is deliver goods. Mr. Amazon. He's in favor of this plan. Well, you said it a little while ago. I've got a friend of mine by the name of Bill Walker. I'll give him a shout out. He bought four or five rigs 
mm-hmm. and he was telling me, I, I, you know, we're like childhood friends. He was like, you know, everything comes through a, a tractor trailer rig. And I That's said, right. no, it doesn't. But yes, if you think does. about it, from the ship, mm-hmm. from the plane, right, it all ends up in the back of a, of a rig. It does. And it Whatever has to, it is. It has to be delivered on the infrastructure, even the ship you well, talk about. The ship, we had that situation in uh, in the Suez Canal. Oh, my you know, gosh. It, yeah. blocked, it cost it was awful. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I've never seen so many containers on a ship in my life. Yeah, and, and so it's going to require forward thinking. Right. It's the one thing I like to, I, you know, I am, I, and, and and by the way, there's been more money invested in the stock market in the last five months than there has in the last 12 years combined. It's because people are thinking about possibilities again. Now, let me tell you about the state of Georgia. On another one of my podcasts, I had Mr. Jimmy Cotty on. He's executive director of Big Association down in Atlanta. This guy gets things done in Georgia. Always has. Came on my show. We talked about the inland ports that are going on in Georgia right now. I get a report every Monday, Ed, that shows me all the boats that are anchored off the port of Charleston. There's usually about 35 that has to sit there to wait to get unloaded. from China? They're from all over the world. Okay. I mean, you. you now you're talking about shipping. Shipping. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. giant oh, shipping giant containers. Ship. Now, yeah. don't don't think they don't carry stuff out too, because yeah. they do. Sure. You know. Yeah. But anyway, let me tell you what Georgia did. It's forward thinking. Even the, and by the way, drinking my Coca Cola tonight. <laughs> a proud product from Atlanta. <laughs> of Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you, Coca-Cola. Warren Buffett will be proud. <laughs> yes, and a lot of people would be proud in Georgia for what Coca Cola stands for now and That's Delta right. Airlines. Mm-hmm. But uh, but let me tell you what how forward thinking Georgia is. They've got they've developed these things called inland ports now, so they can in the prior in. The, the past history. Inland ports. I'm not, yeah, I'm not so so traditionally, you get a container off a boat, and it has to go through customs and all of this program to make sure that there's not poison or a nuclear bomb or whatever on sure. this thing. Right. Right. And so that takes time, a lot of time and resources. Well, right. Georgia said, hey, you know what? We're going to put inland ports. We're going to put one in North Georgia. We're going to put one in West Georgia. We're going to put one in South we're Georgia. We're going to collect that money while it's inside of Georgia. Well, we're going to take that off the container, off that boat, and we're going to put it on a train or a truck, and we're going to send it to North Georgia, and then we're going to go through the customs process. Why do they do that? They can get more boats through the port that way. They can get more stuff on shore. They can get more That's things exactly offshore. Right. These are the forward types of thinking Right. things that we need in infrastructure well and that's like a, the, the bumper sticker said once and I, i'll never forget this i hope if you bought it a truck brought it well that's right that's but right the, you're coming from ship and it may be and years ago the rivers were a big well they, i mean that's one thing that made tennessee very i heard you and andy talking about yeah situated kentucky tennessee ohio mm-hmm. all of us right in there tell you, you about know, a project tell you about a project yeah. i'm working on right now it's uh, uh, I've been working on it since 2004. I visited with Senator Lamar Alexander to help start getting the funding going for this project back in 2004. We're still not finished with the project, okay? But it's the Chickamauga Lock and Dam on the Tennessee River just north okay. of Chattanooga. Yeah. Now, right. believe it or not, and one of the things that we had when we talked to Senator Alexander back in 2004, we said, uh, uh, Senator Alexander, you'll never believe that 40% of the commerce in the southeast travels through this lock. 40%. Wow. 40%. Steel, grain, 
all kinds of stuff. That coal, are, even coal today. Even coal. Ore. All sorts of commerce. All Ore, s- things you can't imagine travels through that. Now, the lock was failing. It was built by uh, the Corps of Engineers and TVA back in the 50s. Want to know why it was failing? It hasn't been looked at. The acidity of the Tennessee River has risen so much that it was eating away the concrete. That's exactly right. It'll do it. People can deny climate change or pollution, but there are real-world benefits and real-world problems if we don't address these things. Well, that's been a testament as to the mercury in fish for years. Yes, That's part of the infrastructure you're talking about. It's part of back to infrastructure. And these are the things, once again, that create jobs, that create jobs for people and make a thriving opportunity where folks have opportunity to thrive amen let me ask you dalton if you got anything for me i, I had yes. dalton do a little homework for me he was back there what do you, what do you got tell me what you come up with so the the new deal in 1947 cost 41.7 billion dollars mm-hmm. adjusting for inflation to 2021 that's 1.8 trillion dollars so it's close the, it's the, close the biden recovery it's act uh, is is sitting at 1.9 trillion so it's so it's, it's, right there it's on really the close yeah. yeah so it's a new deal i thought that i thought those numbers mm-hmm. would be important mm-hmm. uh and i had not done that thank you dalton i appreciate yeah, that awesome dalton i'm Great telling research. you that education is worth every penny your mom and dad paid for it uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks i had to uh, i had to use a, a all the numbers there were too many i had put to find number. a pronouncer right. online no, where you paste in the number you. and it tells you how to pronounce it so put that app Abacus up, Dalton. Put the abacus yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But now that there, there you are. There you have. There you are. And so it's and a this once was, in a lifetime uh, 47, opportunity. Uh, 70 years. What, 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 what am I at here? 50? 75 70, years. 74, 75 74 years. years ago. Right. Once in a lifetime opportunity here. And you know what? Joe Biden. Uh, God bless him. He has nothing to you. gain out of this. He is no, he doesn't this. need any awards. He's got all those. He doesn't need that. No. He doesn't need money. He doesn't need – and I, I anyway, we can go in. Where are they voting on it? Where are, we, where are they voting Well, like? here's the thing, Bill. This is where the politics come in. One of the biggest criticisms is there's a thing. There's, there's $400 billion in there for home health care for our elderly. Right. Now, now it's hard to argue that that's part of, the, of infrastructure. What were we talking about earlier – about the uh, go, dropping the age to fifty. To, okay, to, well, so well, that, that's, well, that's kind of how this ties in. So, right. so what that's I okay. so when when the Biden administration came up with this plan, it was prior to the recent ruling by the Senate parliamentarian. Okay, right. and this is the most exposure the Senate parliamentarian has ever received, probably. I never heard of a Senate parliamentarian <laughs> until those happened. Back when the Republicans had control of everything, they, they back in 2010, they, they started this. They actually used to call it the nuclear option, but it's right. called budget reconciliation. It's where you only need 50 votes to get something through the Senate. Flatline. You need 50 votes. If you have a vice president. If you have the vice president to break the tie, right. that's correct, right? And you so so it's the Republican rules. These aren't they Democrats. made it up. They made right. them up. The Repu- now exactly the Demo- right. now the Democrats are going to play by the Republican rules. And the reason why Joe Biden threw some extra stuff, this is my opinion. I haven't talked to the man, right? But some the reason ports. the reason why he threw some extra. Pork, if you consider caring for the elderly pork, pork I don't. <laughs> oh, look at what you're saying there now. <laughs> Apparently, Senator Blackburn thinks it's really a bad idea to care for the elderly. I'll throw I that in that. there. I saw that. Isn't that ridiculous? Mary was telling me yeah. about that. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah. but but here's the thing: the reason why President Biden threw some extra stuff in there sure. is because he thought at the time he only had one chance at budget reconciliation. Now he has offered an olive branch to the Republicans and said, "Come along, right? Come with me. We'll negotiate some of this. That that means we're open. Here's a couple of things we won't negotiate, but we'll negotiate some of this. But he knows deep down in his heart that they're not going to do anything, and so." He thought at the time he only had one chance at budget reconciliation, and he was and only needed these fifty-one. That's what votes. he thought. But since then, to, now we're getting there, Bill. The Senate parliamentarian has ruled: Oh no, you can have a second budget reconciliation in this right. Congress. Exactly. So if the conservatives are having, and I use the term conservatives very loosely now because sure. they are. Real conservatives, and then they're cucumbers. Billy Q. You talking about the, <laughs> the you talking about the cucumber. Q I'm talking. And we'll get into that later. Well, that's a whole different show. Oh man, hey, you, I, well, I want to talk about that though. Steven so, cucumbers. Just, well, listen. And control yourself. Go to the restroom. Yeah. So, so here's the thing, cucumbers, man. Yeah. Here's the thing. So, oh, so they're having trouble with all of this, okay? Because they know it's going to pass whether they get on board or not. It's right. guess what? It's coming. But did, even with Joe Manson, the mansion, mansion will get. I, I didn't say Manson. He'll though. get what Manson. he wants. He votes yeah. with the Democrats seventy-five right. percent of the time. They'll player. give him a bridge in West Virginia. He'll go along. So that's sure. how politics works. Right. He Joe Manson just do looking out for the people of West Virginia, which is actually, believe it or not, what senators are supposed, <laughs> supposed to, to do. do. Yeah. yeah. And right. so anyway. Um, so if they think this infrastructure bill is something, wait until you see what's coming next. next. Because Bernie Sanders is already on it. Yes, he is. He's going to lower. We're going. They're going to lower the age of Medicare eligibility to sixty, and including yeah. paid family leave for all of these things. You have a baby, you get two weeks paid. All of these things are coming to help families. Right. Maybe even UBI, Maybe which have been done in European countries for, for, a for many long years. And Medicare, and guess what? You don't you don't pay for Medicare means you'll have health care. You'll have health care at the age of sixty for wow. the rest of your life, free health care. And that will enable a lot of us older people to retire. Yep. And knowing, I mean, I'm people. I'm sixty three. I don't lie about it. Yeah. And get out of the way. Yeah. If you want, if you're wealthy enough, you can do that. It, and let yeah. these younger people come up, yeah, and run this run this country because regardless, contrary to popular belief, we got some fine young people in this country, unbelievably smart, smart people. people that yeah. will work. But but listen, the stock market has never been more optimistic. <laughs> never has more money in the last five months than the last twelve years combined yep. poured into the stock market. So there is optimism abound. Yes, and so they people are seeing it tomorrow. Let me tell you, and this infrastructure, uh, this infrastructure bill has a seventy-two percent approval, approval rate. rate, and they've been talking about this for years. Yes. And so does I don't President care if you're Biden. a Democrat or a Republican; they've been talking yeah, about it. It's like this. so now I mean, let's get just, it done. You know, it's not like we're going to just be giving money out to just Democrat governors. Right. The system doesn't work that way. Thank right. goodness. Right. You know, we'll give it up to you know all states participate in it and. Right. All of our other territories that would, and yes, even some cucumbers will get some. Well, it's the funniest thing because that. It, so listen to this. Part of their plan, 
the top ten states that can provide that they have the neediest bridge, the top ten with the neediest bridge, they're going to get their bridge. Joe Biden's all it's all part of that plan. Really, Just I wonder if any mind. Republican governors somebody's out there dynamite their bridge yeah, right, right now. Right. But I wonder if any Republicans that are so against this are going <coughs> well, to turn down that money. Our good friend Hooper Peniel. Yep. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Uh, this was years ago when you were running, uh, five, four or five years ago, I don't know. He said, Stevens an infrastructure man, we were talking about you. And he said, there's one thing about it. Here in Middle Tennessee, most of our infrastructure is new. It's newer, okay? Relatively speaking. Relatively yep. speaking. Mm-hmm. But he said, out here in these outlying counties, oh, there's yeah. a few bridges you might want to get out. If you're in a big rig, you might want to get out and inspect that bridge before you got to roll the window down before you cross right. the bridge. I was talking to a young uh, uh former staffer of mine uh his county there are two roads they can't even drive on that's here in the state of tennessee not in the county not not in rutherford county but he's out in one of the rural counties and if we if if rural tennessee and maybe these people maybe they don't want to catch up okay maybe they don't care about their child children's future maybe they want them to be stuck in a meat packing plant. scared of change some of them are yes they are bill and we have to start once again as americans coming together and thinking about the possibilities let's build bullet trains let's bring broadband to the rural areas let's let and then let the american people create the environment for the american people to thrive not only do they need to be healthy and educated but if you add a healthy workforce and an educated workforce with it's a smart workforce bill what's the first thing these businesses want when they come look at rutherford county what do they ask how's your roads how's your roads how's your bridges right do you got electricity how's your how's your schools yeah Yeah, how's your schools talking about needing updating yeah right they need our state capital yeah yeah I mean, just think of the energy we could probably save with uh, the lights. And, and, of course, you know, once again, that that's something that crowd don't want to talk about down there. No, Bill, no, no. Uh, saving yeah. energy. You Thanks know. for mentioning that. No, yeah. thank, and I'm sorry I forgot Reeves. about it at the beginning of the broadcast. No, 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 it's okay. Because I was thinking of it last night when we were, going to be, when we were putting this thing together. Uh, but I, and I wanted to do yeah, it. And congratulations. I didn't write it down. congratulations. Thank you. Thank to you. you. Because I know that means a lot to you. You love Well, Murphy. I'm an advocate for history, Murphy. and I'm an advocate for Murfreesboro. I'm an advocate for people. I just, I love people. Sixth I don't generation care. resident. I, I don't care County. if you're a Democrat or a Republican. I, I just love everybody, or I just yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a good thing to always to be recognized by your peers. And anyway, thank you. Yeah, even the cucumbers. Even and the cucumbers. <laughs> Okay, we've got eight minutes left. What well, do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Steve? Well, Ed, I, I would strongly encourage if you want to learn more about the infrastructure and what guys with over fifty years of experience listen to the Man in the Middle podcast. Right, uh, like we said, and we go into much more depth. But what I want to talk about now, now, Ed, you, we brought up the Q thing. There's this HBO documentary series. Seen it. About I've not seen had it. a chance. It's called to Q it. Into the Storm. Have What's you seen that, Fred? The little dude. In oh the- yeah, the guy. So so I, it is. It started on four chan, and then it moved to eight chan, and then it moved to something else. But all of this that ended up with the storming of the Capitol, the treasonous, seditious storming of the Capitol. It started with these guys. Started with a thirty-five-year-old tech guy the big in Sapporo, lie, right? Japan. Yes, and now you know what they're doing now, Bill. 
that now they're the anti-vax message, right? They're, they're, t- they're telling people, people, oh, these vaccines, they're going to harm you in some way, uh, you know, and, and, and discouraging people from getting their vaccines. And it's really um, it's sad. It opens my eyes to how susceptible people are to disinformation and misinformation and so i would strongly encourage everybody to watch into the sto- queue yeah. into and the study storm. it not only watch it but the, the girl down in georgia who is the rep down there green yeah yes yeah. marjorie taylor there's green one, there's mm-hmm. there's there's people who have been elected on that platform Oh, yeah, absolutely. Two in Congress now. There's one out of uh, Arizona now as well. Um, and, and what platform? I mean, what is their platform? That they're, uh, so, It's a lie. Well, well, here's the thing. They say on one hand the government can't do anything, right, efficiently. Right. Right. But on the other hand, they're running some global cabal that controls everything. So which one is it? You know, it's just this incredible amount of nonsense. Well, and you know a lot of people. There's some great people in Georgia. Wonderful folks down there. Absolutely. I mean, you know, just like they're they are everywhere. Right. You know. Right. And uh, I don't know where that lady came from. Well, like, you know. well, Ed, this is the double-edged sword of the internet and of chat boards and of social media. Well, people get their news. Uh, let me let me let me ask a question. Dalton Barrett produces all these shows. Does right. a fine job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill, could you could you level our sounds out over there on the board, Dalton? <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's no. muting me. Yeah. Go ahead, Dalton. Bill can't even share the Facebook Live to his own page Ed, without passing me his Ed, phone. Could you so. produce my Dude. podcast, Ed? I doubt. It. I don't so, think I so could. So, what no. would make anyone think that they could get on the internet and somehow know more? than a doctor would or a virologist I don't or someone know. that has studied science their whole know. life. Hey, y'all love this one. Just because you're a plumber doesn't make you a radio producer. Okay? <laughs> right. So exactly let's right. just be honest about this. People learn Bill, you're a real estate expert. Right. If I if I got on the internet and said, you know what, old Bill, he don't know what he's talking about. Why? Uh, uh, he don't know anything about real estate. I could do this ten times better than Bill. Bill's just trying to make money. He's just trying to better. Well, of course, everybody is. If I said, Ed, well, yeah. Ed I'm a, I'm a, I could do be a pri- better private investigator than Ed could be. I mean, probably could. He's <laughs> being honest. Okay. This is insanity, y'all. And to question, if you question the COVID. If you question mask, if you question the vaccine, go talk to a doctor. Go talk to someone who's lived this. Stephen, what's life. sad is the people. I think it's like a soul sickness in society that people take the time to believe a lie. They don't even. It, they believe whatever they hear, whatever they see. They well, believe, it's like I've said, and it's I've like don't people, believe all that. Uh, again, at one of your one of the, the functions you had, someone uh, had said it. Uh, one of the things you hosted. What do you do when those people start calling in there? They're not calling in here. Yeah, right. Well, they this don't want, it. They don't want truth, too. This is right? live radio. Right. I mean, I'm not worried about them calling in. Yeah. And right. I'm being, and I'm not, and I'm not lying about this. I was uh, hailed by a fellow a week ago over how I handled one caller. He said, "I don't know how you did it." Mm-hmm. He said, "I'd have, I'd have, I'd have blasted that caller right out." I said, "Well, you can't do it that way." Right. You know. Right. But uh, this is live radio. Sure. You're doing a podcast. Of course, yours is recorded. I understand right, that. Right. But uh, 
Yeah, you're, everybody's welcome well, to call up with an opinion as long as it's a reasonable opinion. A reasonable opinion. You got a question? That's, no, don't you fine. state something, back it up with some proof. Right, right. Some yeah. truth. Yeah, and truth. Here's, here's the problem with things like Facebook and social media and getting your news from there is that we don't know the source of that. Right. And, and, you know, you have this entire debasing of our institutions that's been going on for a long time. You can't trust the media. You can't trust the government. You can't yeah. trust the doctors. Who can you trust? Billy Q down here? The I, transmission yeah. The cucumber. Cucumber. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, I've, I've said that before, and, and this happens a lot. There's a lot of people, and, and people are well-meaning, but they right. think because you're on TV or radio that you just know a lot about all this. I do not, very seldom, and Bill will tell you this and don't want, I don't do that much research on a guest because I let the guest take the show. Over. Most of the right. time. You know, right. Yeah, right. most right. of the yeah. time we do. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know anything, you know. I can shove, shovel gravel and rock out of a pit. That's about as far as my infrastructure experience goes. Right. We've poured a little concrete, some houses we built. That's it. The point is, exactly. <laughs> I don't it. know. Right. You know, and so, and so everyone learns a profession or a trade or a skill, <laughs> and they spend years honing those skills. And to come up, and it's the same with doctors and medical professionals, and to question these folks like somehow there is nefarious. Like yeah. COVID, people yeah. dying in their deathbed. They're saying, no, I don't have COVID. And then it's 86, they're gone. You know, it's like. Yeah, we lost a valuable member of this community, Dr. Burner, on yes. WGNS sure News. I wanted to mention, yeah. Delivered a lot of babies in this county, great, trained great all man. of our staff, lost him to COVID. And I'll tell you, I'm really running out of patience for the anti-vax, anti-mask, this is all a hoax crowd, because you really, honestly, you're turning into a public menace. Well, what has happened, I've noticed today's, in today's papers, uh, one, of the, one of the papers, Tennessee and the DNJ, maybe both of them, some of these parents are starting to pull their, their children aside and oh, not yeah. have the vaccine. So they're right, that's fine, but you're making a mistake. Yeah. Well, people have you know. been lied to for so long. The last, what, four or five years have been lied to, lied yeah. to. Yeah. People don't know the truth. It's the truth. You know what, Bill? Well, I, think, I think people do know I the truth. I think they do. I just I, don't I can't. It's a confirmation yeah. bias. It's a, it's a direction that they want to go, and they've got so much personally it invested into me, it. It's okay, right? Yeah, and, it, well, obviously, y'all can tell I'm not too concerned about my political future. <laughs> <laughs> sitting here riding the fence, you oh, know, like, said, like they all do. If you want to do it, put your name on a ballot, folks. This gentleman here has done it twice, and uh, he's the man for the job, And uh, but uh, no one would listen to me. Thanks for listening to the Man in the Middle podcast in this episode and replay of the live program with Edwin Lee Raymer. Thanks again, Ed, for having us and allowing us to replay this podcast. I'm Stephen Reynolds, the Man in the Middle. I'll see you next week. Yeah.